You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Morning Startup, where we believe you can develop neural pathways that will awaken you to a full heart and clear mind. Live with joy, health, and success. I'm your host, Michael Oliver, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Deborah Dyack and Maria Gosher. Morning. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> well, this is a new experience for us, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> so, um, for we're coming to you remotely. Uh, because of the COVID uh, crisis, we wanted to still be able to have an opportunity to talk to you and share with you ideas, kind of keep our cadence going. Um, uh, and so the way that we decided to do that was to do this remotely. So all of us are safe and we're in our own residences. Um, thanks to Jamie at Podcast Detroit, he's been able to make the arrangements so we all can be in our residences and still be able to reach all of you. So we're really appreciative of him doing that. So um, we wanted to talk about, I mean, everything in the news is all about COVID. And um, I, I think that we want to spend some time with you today talking um, a little bit about how to shift the mindset from feeling really trapped in this circle of crisis and what are some other things that we can do or some other options we can do that can help balance that out. And I think that's the, uh, the key word is defining balance because I think as Deborah and Maria will share uh, their thoughts as well, that it can be pretty consuming and it can cause a lot of fright and fear. And it's not that we're um, denying what's going on. We're very well aware of what's going on and we're all doing what, what the protocols call for to be safe for each of us and our families. But do you guys feel that way too, that a lot yeah. of it can be so overwhelming that, that you can really start getting fearful and scared with, with what's going on? Yeah, I, I think that fear, um, as Parker Palmer had said, is false evidence appearing real. Obviously, mm -hmm. COVID is not false, but a lot of the fear that we have, it's a fear over things. I mean, if, if we practice being safe and the, and the distancing um, and, and we do everything that we can, worrying is not going to help us. It's not going to change, right, right. Mm -hmm. And it's even said that there's another virus out there, and that is the virus of fear. And mm -hmm. fear, as we know, can be harmful to our body. It also causes disease. It causes worry, bad thoughts. It causes indigestion. It causes a lot of problems, insomnia. So, and, lower not, your, and it can lower your immunity as well. Right, absolutely. So not saying not to take this seriously because this is the real deal. No, and that's why we decided to have a talk today because we're gonna talk about some positive things from this, but it, the worry is not going to help. Um, so find calm and we'll get through this together. We'll come out the other side and, and we'll, we'll be the better for it, I believe. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't know, Maria, if you want to add anything about the, the factor, because it doesn't, it doesn't do any good. Yeah, I agree with, you know, everything you guys are saying. I also find myself um, noticing, I catch myself reading stuff online or watching the news, um, almost like there's that addicting factor. And I have yeah. to like be very conscientious of like, okay, not like cut it off. Like you don't have to, cause there's really no new news. It's, you know, it's, it's happening and it's, you know, scary, bad, you know, we know the summary of it. Um, and so God, step away from that. Yeah. I think that it, it, um, you know, the mind can, the, the mind's an amazing thing as we have talked about in the past. I mean, you, you can build, you know, we've talked in the past about a lot of the good stuff you can do building neural pathways and how you do that and how you can relax and be stress-free and how you can better outcomes in your life and have more success based on these techniques that, that we talk about. Um, this is really a time to be thinking about that because this is where, this is a great example of where you can start learning to employ these types of techniques. And when I say these types of techniques, as you heard in our, our earlier podcast, these are things like, you know, breathing, going through breathing exercises, um, finding quiet time, whether that's a meditation or just some quiet time, some downtime, some time to unplug, just to go within and be silent, um, be mindful, which is really about thinking about carefully about what you do. We just had a conversation earlier this morning before we went on the show um, about gloving, about wearing gloves. Deb, yeah. you want to share with that? Because I think it's great. But this, but, but Deborah, when you share what you were sharing with us, tie it into mindfulness, because I think this is a really good example of being mindful. That I think when people are panicking or fearful, uh, they are creating the neural pathways you're talking about, Michael. So they're focused on the fear instead of being in the moment mindful. But we're finding that when I'm trying to do growth, shopping and be very careful that people are wearing gloves but they're not thinking about the purpose of the glove they use the gloves and then they go in and they pull out their cards from their wallets or purses and so the the glove was of no use because they've just mm -hmm. contaminated everything um, people don't realize the glove is to protect you from it and so the virus or whatever is on the glove, so it's not really protecting you if you're treating it like your hand. Right. You should take it off. And I've noticed when I do walk around the neighborhood, because I need the fresh air, personally, I need to get out to make me feel better. And I see gloves all over. People mm -hmm. pulling them off and throwing them down. And so I'm hoping that people can start being more mindful of how to use the gloves correctly and to take care of this waste. Because I, I noticed that's the negative thing that's, that's happening. I'm seeing masks, used masks, and um, the gloves everywhere. And I don't know if it's just unique to my neighborhood, but mm -hmm. I have on Facebook where people are complaining about all these thousands of gloves that are all over. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that piece of being mindful of something like that and also just paying very, you know, we do. So 
it's interesting, right? We have these neural pathways or habits or things that we build. We do these things automatically, whether it's touching our face, scratching our eyes, doing an itch on the, you know, um, everything, everything that we do sometimes is automatic. You go to the gas pump, you just, you just, you, you, you grab the, the nozzle to put it, the gas in the car, but then you itch your face. And with this virus, now is the time to really practice your mindfulness. Now is the time of paying attention to everything that we're touching, where we're at, where are we in a very crowded place or a not so crowded place? Um, mm -hmm. Where's my distancing? All of those things become so important. And so I see the tie into the practices that we've been talking about over the last couple of months to where now is an opportunity to really try and incorporating those. Mindfulness is one of them. Uh, but there's some other ones that we can um, hit on and talk about as well. That's yeah. great. The glove is separate from the body. The glove is, is a tool to keep your body safe. So when you do touch your face with the glove, it, it eliminates all of the purpose of the glove. Right, right. What Michael, yep. Yeah, I think oh. the glove provides a false sense of security. Uh, yeah. In many cases, it makes me feel good because I'm wearing gloves or, you know, not to say that it's not helpful, but again, like we're talking about, you have to be mindful of it. And I think there's a fine line too of being mindful. You got that's like a calm way. Like you got to be mindfully in a calm way. There's some that are kind of some people that are, I think, so afraid of doing anything that it, it freezes them. And that's almost, that's like hyper alert. That's not like mindful. Um, that's like over. Yeah. And I think, it, it. Yeah. well, I think it, it's almost like an, overreaction and it's not to yeah yeah and it's not to minimize I, I think I right. I think all of us really want to this is serious there's people dying mm -hmm. by the by by the time this gets under control they were saying that there's probably isn't someone you don't know that has passed or been affected by this virus um so there's no way when we start talking about joy or being in balance or being positive or looking on another side of it. We're not saying to ignore the seriousness of it, nor do we want to communicate that to any of you, especially as someone has lost someone to this disease and they're saying, oh yeah, you're talking about being happy and I just had someone die from it. So where's the happiness and all of that? We get that. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being able to control your thinking, to control your thoughts so that you can be in a better and more balanced place. And when you're in a more and better balanced place, you're going to be able to respond to this crisis far more effectively than if you're operating out of place, operating out of a place of fear. And that's mm -hmm. really the message that we want to get. So how do you do that? How do you, because the challenge is go ahead. I mean, I don't know about all of our listeners out there. I can just tell you from my own experience, this is what my experience is. I have people talking to me personally, giving me updates every time, whether it's text, whether it's what I get, I get updates on how many people are dying, how fast the spread is going, where's the epicenters right now. Then I listen, you know, turn on the TV and that's all that's on the news. That's coming off the news. I get an email attachment from a friend that sends me like a eight to 10 page a document that some mathematician has figured out how many people are going to die from this virus by the time it's ended with worldwide. And I'll tell you, at, after hearing all of that, group chats, people talking about, 
you get to feeling like you're in a really dark place. Mm-hmm. You're fe- I don't know about you all, but me, I start feeling like there's no point in anything. And that's mm-hmm. not the way to live your life. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so this is why, why we want today to take the opportunity to share with you some things that you can do if you choose to, how to balance that how to to balance that darkness and that negativity and that feeling like there's loss by doing some activities and doing and and shifting up the thinking and controlling the input so you can have a different output. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I was, can, can we share before we um, teach some strategies or things, some of the good things I've been doing some um, reading on, what are some of the positive things that are happening as a result? And I know that seems like an oxymoron, like how could anything good come from this horrible, horrible um, COVID-19? But I've been reading and and jump in anytime you two, if, if you have, if you have things to add to it, but families are more united than ever before that children are spending more times with fathers and mothers than they've been able to. Uh, Families are getting creative, finding things to do together. Some of them are outside. Uh, Families are, as we said, with our nutrition, more families are cooking together, having meals together. And there's more people who are working from home. And this may, what I've been reading, it may continue after this um, nightmare is over, that they're, they're finding that it's such a strong bond for families that they may continue a couple days a week letting people work, more people work from home when it's possible. Uh, there's a new respect for all levels of workers that now uh, I think that we've always valued people who do jobs at, at the lower levels or what we consider, but now we're finding out just how necessary everybody is. Everybody's job plays a critical role in a community. The people, if people weren't picking up the garbage um, every Monday in my neighborhood, it would be a nightmare. Um, and so bless them. And, and I mm-hmm. think them from a distance being safe, but I appreciate that so much. I appreciate every time I have to go and get groceries. I thank people for being there, for working, um, and, and, and the nurses and the doctors, many who want to leave, but they are, they've dedicated themselves to getting us through this. And so I think there's a new respect for jobs. Um, I think that I love that people are keeping a sense of humor for the most part, uh, or trying to, that when I go on to Facebook, that people are trying to come up with fun things, even though the seriousness of it, that people can still laugh. Mm-hmm. I see that neighborhoods are creating na- communities, and most of the people have probably never met their neighbors before that neighbors are actually meeting each other for the first time and trying to do community things. Like we, we saw in Italy, it started where people started singing out of their balconies. Now I mm-hmm. see people are aligning the streets, 
um, 12 feet apart or 20 feet apart, but they're doing exercises together and they're singing in, in neighborhoods as well. There seems to be a surge of spiritual programs. So there's an awakening of our, in my opinion, and I'm just saying the same, our truer self that we are feeding our spirits more during, during this time. Pollution mm -hmm. is decreasing. Um, and, I, and I don't know if this is true or not, but, and if any of you have read any articles, but I've read that um, our air quality is better as the result of fewer planes flying, fewer cars driving. And um, so if you want to add your, your positive things that you see from it. It's good. Stuff. <laughs> there are good things happening. I heard a, I heard a, um, this morning on, uh, on NPR, they were interviewing um, a rapper, his name is D-Nice, N-I-C-E, D-Nice, and he's a DJ, and very well known, um, and he's been around quite a while, and they were doing an interview with him, and he was a guy that was always on the move. I mean, literally, he, he would say, like, I would be in Trinidad doing a, a show, and then I'd fly back to Los Angeles and do a show, and then I'd go to London to do a show. And so this has quarantined him like everybody else. But it was interesting. He said, you know, I, I didn't realize how much of a father I was not being. I was so consumed with my job that I was traveling and, you know, making money. And even though I had two kids, and even though they were older, we just never really talked. Everybody was doing their own thing. And now that we're forced to slow down and make a shift, I'm actually learning more about my kids. I'm learning more opportunities to, to visit with them and talk to them. I know you covered it, Deb, but it is true. Examples. It's great. Because yeah, it, that it, it, it is true. It, it, you know, in, in these kind of crises, I mean, when you think about it, what is it? Hey, ch check it out. We talk so often about slowing down. And, and we have talked about that. And many people have when you have high levels of stress, or you're even when we had uh, Tamir on, we were talking about the nutrition stuff and about, you know, and Maria, you had mentioned in, you know, sharing like you go like, yeah, I'm a workaholic, you know, and mm -hmm. you share that with the group and how driven you are and uh, how you work. So you can you know, you could say something like, hey, Maria, you know, take a break or Maria, slow down. And like, she may or she may not, you know, people who mm -hmm. are driven know this, but mm -hmm. they don't because they're driven. Mm -hmm. But when you force right. it, when you yeah. force it, you're, you're now forced to do this. You are required by that force to do and think differently. And mm -hmm. then you begin to recognize the benefit of that which then goes back, if you do that enough, then you can override an old neural pathway and build a new one to help you in to function even better and maybe even getting more done. Mm -hmm. I mean, did, does that make sense, Maria? Like with some of the things you've experienced with your- Yeah, I think that is drive. actually one of my challenges right now is that because I'm always on the go, um, now I'm quarantined in my small apartment space and I'm away from family. Um, so I live by myself, I have a cool cat, but, um, <laughs> um, and so it's been really important that I have a very set routine so that um, 
you know, I'm not overworking and remotely because um, I lose track of time, uh, but also a routine that allows me to, I think I've actually reflected more internally now than I ever have. <laughs> and maybe that's because I'm by myself and I don't have the distraction of, you know, family and, and whatnot. Um, although I get pings and we talk on the phone and stuff, but um, yeah, but it's been very, a very reflective time, um, which is good. It's good and it's hard, but it's necessary. You, you know, in the, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're okay. The other thing is that you made me think of Maria when you said that is, and okay, I'm going to preface this by saying it doesn't mean that we don't care about other people. But what I have found was a, a deeper level of care and concern that I may not have necessarily been previous. And so I'm, I'm trying to articulate this. Like I care about the people I care about. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and I know that in my heart, but I'm busy and I'm driving and driven and doing all the things that I'm doing. And sometimes that just gets replaced with that kind of busyness. Mm -hmm. And what this has caused is and now it's tapping into that deep concern for other people. And I'm starting to feel that now. And I, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, I, I think about, you, Marie, and Deb, and I think about my mm -hmm. other friends, and I think about my family, and, and you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking more about them being safe, and are they okay right. because of this, but, but what it's also doing for me is to remind myself that even if this crisis wasn't happening, for me to be able to pause for a moment and take that deep, a, a little bit of deeper dive in, into that feeling of connectedness with other people that you know, mm -hmm, are, mm -hmm. are around me. Yeah. If that makes, if that makes sense. Say, I think what's what you both have touched on um, that self-reflection, it's more people are tapping into the realization. There is more, there is more to mm -hmm. us than just work and the day-to-day -day surface that we internalize peace it becomes, um, it changes us profoundly. Mm -hmm. And I think more people are tapping into meditation than ever before. More people are saying, what was that app you were talking about? Or what mm -hmm. was the great book by John Cabot who's in um, that people are, are ready? Um, and, and maybe right now it is out of a need and because it's a forced quarantine that people are trying to find things to occupy their mind. But it's a good starting point for people. And hopefully it'll be meditation and breathing will be habits that will continue. Because mm -hmm. they work. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I agree with you. And I think, um, you know, we, we think about, um, one of the things that we're looking at doing, um, so this, so let me preface, I'm always prefacing these things because it's like, you can't see anybody really. So, you know, you don't, you, you can't see it. So like, look, someone's looking at you going like, what are you talking about, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get there. Um, so what we decided to do is kind of do a two-part series here. Kind of what we did with the, with, with the nutrition is that, what we want to share with you are some, um, in this first, this part one, if you will, of this podcast, uh, we want to share with you 
this idea about shifting your thinking by not getting so taken in by this crisis to the fact where you feel hopeless, but find a way to find balance. And that's kind of what we're jumping off with. And then in our, in, in our following episode, the one right after this, we, we want to get a little bit deeper into um, some things that you can actually do, some, some techniques and breathing techniques that you can do. But before we leave this episode, I'm going to toss it back over to Deb. And I want, Deb, maybe you could share with our listening audience, um, we don't necessarily have to go through it, but maybe just share with them a, a, a technique, something in the moment where if somebody's feeling a little bit overwhelmed, maybe they're feeling a little bit stressed, um, you know, and maybe they're sitting in their car or they're sitting at home. Can you give a little bit of a breathing te technique that they could just kind of get into for the moment and, and go through it just to kind of help center them and balance them? Right. And then, and then we can talk more about these in, in the following episode. Um, one that's, that's very simple to do, and for especially for children who are probably experiencing a lot of anxiety right good now, point. Yeah. How are handling it because some parents who are keeping calm minds and, and clear minds are able to keep their children in a safe, calm space mentally and physically. Um, but this particular um, activity is fun. This is just called the candle breath. Uh, and, and it works. Now, obviously, if you're driving, <laughs> you don't need to put <laughs> handle up. But what you do is um, have children lift a finger and, and pretend it's a candle. They're going to inhale through their mouth and blow out mm. heart. This um, actually calms, the, it resets the system. And, and when children are done, they'll feel calmer as a result now so Deb, how many how many times did you um how many times did you like if would you suggest you know five. doing that about five times about five so it'd times. be like it'd be like is it a just like a a quick inhale and then a quick exhale or would it be more it, um, it, um probably to the count of four okay and then exhale quickly inhale okay. And then quickly exhale, like you're blowing out a candle. And, okay. and that, that's one of many great techniques. And kids tend to like it because it's visual, it's concrete, it's easy to follow along, and they have fun with it. And it works. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm really glad you said that. And you just, uh, another real quick thing I want to throw out there to, to more to the adults, because you mentioned the children, and I think that's so important, is for uh, you know, parents and adults to remember that kids are going to cue off of you. Mm -hmm. Kids are going to cue off of you. So you know, depending on the age of those children, um, what are their peers saying to them? But how you respond or react, because they're two different things, they're going to cue off of you. And if you're panicking and feeling frightened and scared, your kids are going to feel the same way. So, and I'm not, and again, please, please, we want to keep this in the right framework. It is serious, but again, we're talking about balance and we're, and everything can be framed differently. So just, just want to make sure that, uh, that, you know, 
folks are aware of that. I do. You, do you agree, yeah. Maria? That yeah, it's, totally agree. We can find a balance in all this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's needed balance. Yeah. So. Cool. Cool. So Deb stepped right. away for a quick minute. Um, we're going to wrap up this session right now. We want to thank you very much for tuning in. We wish you health and safety. Keep mindful. Tune in to our next podcast uh, that'll be posted um, a week from tomorrow. And we're going to be sharing with you some very specific um, breathing techniques that I think that you'll be very, uh, no, you're fine, Deb. Uh, so I was just sharing with the group that we're going to give them more techniques next week when they tune in uh, very specifically and carry this conversation a little bit further. So thanks a lot for tuning in, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon. Be safe.